0: Proceed with caution. This episode has some language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Catering WTF with Chef Todd Annis. This is the bonus episode entitled Heavy Eaters.
1: Alright guys, welcome back to WTF. This is gonna be a quick rant because this is the one millionth time. I've run into the same situation from a salesperson. And it's the classic. They're heavy eaters and heavy drinkers. My favorite demographic of all clients. That's the demographic. Oh, I just want to let you know, they eat a lot and they drink a lot. Okay, what the fuck does that mean? Does that mean that we need to produce more food? Does that mean we should not run out? Does that mean that you have a concern and the client has a concern that they're going to run out of food so they want to make sure there's extra there? I I don't know what that means. But here's how it fucking works. There is math involved. If you have 100 people and you have one protein, you're going to get 8 ounces of protein. If you say I'm a heavy eater, you're going to get fucking 8 ounces of protein. If you say I'm a light eater, you're going to get eight ounces of protein because that's based on the math and how you charge. Now, if they say they're heavy eaters, and again, most catering companies I work for always do anywhere between 5 and 8% overage, right? Because the number one thing you can't do as a caterer, is run out of food. Many run out of food. You are the shittiest caterer on earth. So we all know that. So we always pad the numbers, which means the client is not paying for the extra padded numbers. It's what we do as a business, and we take it on as a business expense to do those things, to make sure we don't run out. The worst thing you can fucking do to a catering chef is tell him or her that they're heavy fucking eaters because no one knows what that means so a great example of that is let's say you and your family decide to go to a restaurant or or better yet let's say you go through the mcdonald's drive through you're at the mcdonald's drive through and you say i want a combo number 1 combo number 2 but i want to let you know we're heavy eaters. That's what we do. We eat a lot. What's the expectation? You get two motherfucking Happy Meals? And st- why you only ordered one? Because they know you're a heavy eater? No, that's not how it works. You go to a restaurant. You order something. You say, this looks like a great dish. I, oh, I love the she crab soup. I just want to let you know I love it so much. And I'm a big eater of she crab soup. Well, here, we're going to give you a fucking gallon bowl and charge you the same play, same price as a cup. That is not how it works anywhere in life. So I don't understand why in catering, when you put down something like heavy eaters or heavy drinkers, what does even heavy drinkers do? If you're on consumption, that's great. It just means you need to have backup product. But food is not a bottle of vodka. Food goes bad. Once you cook food, we're done. So we don't do that. We can't do those things the way a bar can do those things or somebody who makes widgets can do those things. We have to have margins and everything's based on math. So I always said in this situation, if they're heavy eaters, did you charge more when they gave you that information to up the amount of food? 90% of the time, the answer is no. No, I'm not going to charge more. Why, Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you charge more? Well, this is what they ordered. Okay, well, if it's what they ordered, then that's what they fucking get. And if they run out of food, it's because they didn't buy enough. And if they didn't buy enough, then that means the salesperson didn't fucking sell enough after getting the information that they had. That's where it becomes super irritating. The other part of this, which what most caterers do, is they hear those words. We're big eaters. We just bulk up anyway. We don't ask the salespeople to charge more. We don't ask them to have that comp. You know that that conversation. That's it's like it's a conflict, right? They don't want to have like, oh, you're big eaters. Well, I'm gonna. Tr- you need to order more food. I'm gonna charge you more money. So now your $80,000 wedding is going to be a $100,000 wedding. No salesperson wants to have that fucking conversation. But every fucking chef does. Every kitchen employee does. Because if something happens, it's on us. It's not on the salesperson. It's always on the kitchen. Oh, you ran out of food. You didn't do this. I told you they were big eaters. It's not, it's not our fucking fault. It's, it's on the front end. That's the fault. You have that information. You have an ability to upsell, and you chose not to. And then you put it in the demographics or whatever BEO you want to put it in, and it's on the kitchen to make sure we don't run out, even though you didn't sell what you need to sell. Because you, most salespeople don't understand the math. They don't understand how things are charged for. They don't understand pricing. They don't understand butchers yield. They don't understand any of that. And and 90% of the catering companies don't train their salespeople to understand that. They just want the salespeople to be pretty, make sure they're fucking doing the nice things, and can attract the business, whether it's corporate or social. And that's, that's their job. Get the fish, and then we have to figure it out. And it causes Problems, and then it, from a business standpoint, if you do twenty percent overage, you just lost all of your margin on that part. Let's do twenty percent overage, and and if you're going to bring twenty percent overage in food, you probably have to bring another person. So your food and labor cost is completely fucked on this party, and that's what no one looks at. It's it's a math business. And no one does the fucking math. And that's how that's how it works. But it just really is frustrating because this is my thousandth time trying to explain how this works. And nobody fucking gets it. Right? I know I'm speaking for a lot of chefs out there who get it. And a lot of people out there who, you know, bartenders, all, all those guys. So, yeah, I get it. But they don't. And it's super frustrating. I never, ever want to see another BEO that says they're big eaters without an explanation that says they're bigger eaters. So I charge an extra 10% on the beef tenderloin and the salmon or whatever it is to bump up the portions. If that was the case, that would be great. But they don't. They sell what they sell and be like, yeah, just don't run out and they're going to crush you. Same thing with the fucking counts. Uh, It's 120, and 150 people show up. You ran out of food. The kitchen sucks. No, that's not accurate either. We based it on the count that was given and the guarantee. And then there's a dispute about how many people were really there. It's, It's a constant, constant issue. And it's my rant for tonight because... I've had this happen, like I said, this is my 100,000th time that I've gone through this and it's just repetitive and I want it out there in front of everybody so they can understand as a salesperson or as a client or as a chef, everything is based on math, just like McDonald's. You get what you get when you pay for what you get. If you want more, order more. If you say you're a big eater, it doesn't fucking matter to them. You're not getting an extra fucking milkshake when you go through the drive-thru. Or everyone would say, I'm a big eater. Why do you think they did McDonald's did supersized? It's for big eaters. They supersized it and charged you more. Why don't BEOs and catering companies do the same thing? Oh, you're big eaters? Let me supersize this for you. I want to go up to, you know, an ounce or two ounces of everything on your entire menu. And it costs this much money to supersize it. But no, they won't do that. That's a very small little bit of a rant. I just had to get it off my chest right now because it's super irritating for the hundred millionth time. And I almost don't want to deal with it anymore. It's it's the constant training And the constant understanding that people don't get that forces me to do podcasts like this. And this is why I want to do them. So now I'm going to be good tomorrow because I've just told all you motherfuckers out there that this is my level of frustration. And now it's gone. I'll start the day tomorrow and I'll cook an extra two or three fucking french fries and everything will be good. Again, just like I've always said, keep your dreams high. Keep positive. Keep your boots on the ground.
0: Thanks for listening to Catering WTF. Please like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on social media and visit our website. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode.
1: Yeah, but that's not what I'm looking I'm not looking for a fucking attaboy. I'm looking for like this is serious shit. And you don't Oh my god. It's it's, it's like a before I feel like a goddamn poodle rolling around on a goddamn beach ball. That's not that, that's not what I'm doing here.
0: No, you're doing great.
1: Uh, again. You just did it again. You should say that fantastic.
0: That, that no. was that was a good rant. That was no. a, that was a good lay down.
1: What lay down on a track? Maybe that's what you said. That was a good track.
0: That was a good track.
1: How about that? Instead of oh, good job, oh a clap like fucking golf clap. Uh, okay, that was
0: a really good track, honey. I thought it was like honest and true. And I okay, don't do,
1: stop. Stop with all the other shit. Just say that was a good track. Let's turn it off, edit it, send it out, and call it a motherfucking day.
0: Good track, baby. Okay, good. End
1: it. Don't even say baby.
0: All right, good track.
1: You're the fucking manager. This is not a...
0: Good track, chef?
1: No, I don't... God! Why do you fucking do shit like
0: this? <laughs> Stop.
1: Oh, now it's funny to you.
0: Oh, uh, it's great. I love it.
1: Nope, not doing that anymore either. Nope. Nope.
0: nope. nope. Just say good track. And then tap you on the butt like a football player. Good track. Tap.
1: All right, that's fine. Then that's the deal from now and
0: on. That's the deal from now on. That's all you get.
1: Yeah, now... That's it. Good track.
0: Good track. Tap,
1: tap, cut. cut,
0: cut, cut.
1: Okay, this is like a movie thing. The fucking director of the movie gonna come up and say,
0: "Oh, such a good job, baby! You did so nice." That's
1: bullshit. They don't do that. They cut. Go to your fucking room.
0: Study your lines.
1: Study your lines. Do your shit.
0: Get your shit together. Right. Get your shit together.
1: Yeah, that's. I like that better. That's what should be happening.
0: Okay. All right. That's what we're doing from now on.
1: All right. Kay. Is this still on? It is. Can you turn? Where's the thing to turn You're it off? You're
0: closest to the mouse. All right. Say goodbye.
1: Goodbye.